Slice Audio. Season 3, Episode 9. Who's getting us started? Good morning, it's Citizens Arrest! There we go. Yes! Citizens Arrest, number one podcast in uh, the world. It's not Uh, right now. What? Are you kidding me? You need to spread the word and tell your friends to subscribe. We're getting beat out? Yeah. Oh, we man. Are. Is there a way Not to get... Not cool. Is there a way to get local law enforcement just to pull people over, make them aware of the podcast? <laughs> yeah. And, to, and is let there them like be a, on their way? Is there like a voting or something? How do we get our ratings up? You have to subscribe. <laughs> you got to subscribe. Get some subscribers, yeah. All right. So those out there, uh, we need your help. Please make Citizens Well, arrest. those are the people that are already subscribed. <laughs> yeah, already listening. Well, no, they got to get their friends involved and yeah. go and like... Click and share this on more than just your MySpace. That's right. Hey, when you do your onboarding for your new officers, it yeah. should be a requirement yeah. to subscribe. In all of our patrol cars, it's just automatically yeah. tuned in. I, and I don't know if it's in the budget. Yeah, like I said I before, tune t-shirts. it in and turn it up and rip the knobs <laughs> off. Yeah. Put it on a bumper sticker, and then when you pull people over, slap it on their car. Yeah, that works. That works. The only reason I came is because I thought it was the number one podcast. Yeah. Oh. 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 We better introduce our special guest because obviously that voice sounds a little different a little more angelic introduce yourself young lady good morning citizens arrest i'm laura retzel and i'm your new state's attorney yes welcome to 4b thank you she's probably one of the top two best looking people in here (laughs) (laughs) since april 24th yes how does it feel it feels so good so grateful and humbled to be state's attorney so um i'm dumb what does a state's attorney do So many things. So many things. So every arrest that's made by any law enforcement agency in Pennington County is handled by the state's attorney's office. But it's a lot more than that, too. We represent all of the 19 elected and appointed officials in all of the civil interactions that they have. And we do all the mental commitment hearings. We do alcohol commitment hearings. We just we do a vast array of of things we have 70 people in our office 30 attorneys wow wow yeah that's you got a lot going on what are you doing here thank you so much for coming in (laughs) i feel like i should have put vans on i'm wearing shorts um anyway yeah would you can you share your how you got pulled over yeah, I did get pulled over recently. Yeah, it, it's. I hadn't been pulled over in a really long time because I try to be really careful because it's embarrassing for we someone to pull me over. I've been in the state's attorney's office for 27 years, so most everyone in law enforcement knows me. And I drive to Harriet and Oak almost every day to get my salad. I order it ahead and I drive to pick it up and I take the same route. Well, I must have got off a block because instead of a stop sign where you can turn left on red, I got over a block and hit a stop line light where you can't turn left on red but I did so I I looked it was a one way I stopped and I turned left and his officer pulled me over and sometimes that happens that officers will pull me over and they want to talk to me about something so he approached I'm like hi and it became very clear that he had no idea who I was (laughs) and I'm he's like you didn't stop for that stop that stoplight i'm like oh that stop sign yeah i did i stopped for the stop sign and he's like it was a stoplight and we ended we get in this big debate about whether it's a stoplight or a stop sign and finally he's like ma'am would you like to see my body worn camera and i'm like no no i'm not trying to fight with you here's my license just give me my ticket and i'll pay it well he came back and he had clearly found out who i was and he's like <laughs> he's like ms retzel if you could please be more careful when you're driving in downtown city. And I'm like, awesome. i am so sorry please just give me my are you ticket. gonna go try to fight it 
I, no, <laughs> absolutely not. I was completely guilty. It's just, it's one of those things we yeah. do as citizens. You know, you get kind of in a routine yeah. and I just kind of blanked out. Well, it's like doing 55 on 44. You know what I mean? It's like the speed limit's 45, but everybody does 55. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway, <clears throat> yeah, so. Uh, where have you been, Mosier? I've been uh, I've been on a sea. Well, I was going to say siesta. What's a siesta? I don't even know what that's. A nap. A nap. Yeah, I wish I was on a nap. I've been on a sabbatical, actually, like a long term vacation. Gone for two weeks, actually. Wow. wow. Just got back yesterday. Uh, it was a great time away. Uh, why? Yeah. Why a sabbatical? Why not just a normal old vacation? Did Did you get a surgery? Did no. you get Your haircut? No. Well, yeah, I did get my haircut, but. Uh, <laughs> Actually, you know, our department is trying something new as far as uh, wellness goes, officer wellness. And once you reach a certain time or a certain point within your career, uh, for me, I've been a law enforcement officer now for, geez, coming up on 22 years. That's awesome. And then uh, once you've been there for an extended amount of time, uh, our department is reaching out to... uh, give you a little extra time off. Mm. So I was able to take two weeks off uh, here just recently, went up to Estes Park, Colorado. I think I mentioned I was going to head up there in a past episode of Citizens Rest. But uh, (laughs) it was great. Yeah, we went up and toured Estes Park, um, did some uh, hiking around a a lake called Bear Lake, for those of you that might be familiar with the area. Uh, The missus got me on a almost got me lost oh no like a five six seven mile hike up in that area that was supposed to be oh, two sh- miles. Yeah, I, no. <laughs> i'm just lucky she just didn't go running on me and like leave me there stranded and <laughs> lost to get eaten by the bears that are well they say bear lake right so yeah. i don't know yeah. but uh, yeah that was unique uh, did some bear lake hiking did some white water rafting which was kind of cool uh, the other thing is, is we took a motorcycle ride on a road of which I thought was the uh, longest paved road, or not the longest paved road, the highest paved road in the United States. Oh, cool. I thought it was, and now I'm hearing that it actually might not be. Mm. But uh, yeah, I remember I was about you know, 10,000, 11,000 feet up on this paved road on a motorcycle, and the wind starts to pick up, and you start seeing road signs that say caution, the weather can change at any moment. And you're up above those glaciers, and it's like, I think we're going to need to turn around. This is a little too hairy for me because, of course, there's no guardrails up there. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we had a great time in Estes Park, and then we came back, and I spent my last week up at uh, Angostura getting my uh, surf's up groove is on. Yeah. So I got behind That's a wake awesome. got behind a wake boat, got the music up real loud, got the American flag flying and had a great time. You got your so, tan? Got my tan going on. So yeah. or sunburn you should say. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you look a little red. Yeah, that's where, that's where I've been. So I've actually kind of been out of the loop. So as far as recent happenings here in Rapid City, uh Brennan, it's, it's all you, man. <laughs> And they're passing the mic. At least you didn't throw it at him like Cardi B. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Thank you for that. I have to file an assault report now. <laughs> um, yeah, as far as uh, recent things going on, we've been involved in some sprinkler parties around the, the different neighborhoods in, yeah. in Rapid City. Did you run through the sprinkler? Uh, I, I, did, uh, I, I did get damp. Yep. Did Damn. you break Laura yep. in? Did she run through the sprinkler? Yet? No, I've not been invited. No. Okay. <gasps> well, you can come oh. to the next one. Thank you. Oh, yes, right. absolutely. Uh, August 11th, and we are going to be at uh, Lacroix Park. 
Okay. Nice. Yep. I'll put it on my calendar. Absolutely. That's yeah. Laura, awesome. are you from the area? I am. I'm a fourth generation Rapid Cityan. Really? Yeah. That is awesome. Mm-hmm. That's even better. Long, long time that we've been is, here. That is so cool. Yeah. Um, one of the things that I recently learned about the state's attorney's office is, you know, you mentioned how busy they are. But, uh, yeah. you know, um, can you tell us how many of the highest level prosecution cases that you have going on at, at the moment? Wow. I, yeah, I think people would be surprised to know how many cases we have open at any given time. So just to give you one category, homicide cases, which are the most extreme, most time-consuming cases, we have 27 open homicides in the state's attorney's office. Wow. Yes. um, We've been trying them one after the other, kind of getting caught up from COVID backlog. Mm. Um, But then, you know, we had our highest amount of homicides ever during our COVID years. And so we have a lot of catch up to do. Um, We're about to start a five-week homicide trial. It'll be our longest homicide trial in almost 30 years um, in September. But just to give you an idea, I mean, the average felony attorney has about 280 felony cases, and I have 10 felony attorneys. So we're running about you know, 3,000 open felony cases at any given time. Jeez. Misdemeanor attorneys have between three and 400 cases. So we have about 6,000 open misdemeanor cases at any given time. So huge amount of cases going through our office. Wow. Do you have enough courtrooms for all that? We have <laughs> not enough courtrooms and not enough judges and, Man. you know, a system that's our community is growing so rapidly. And with that comes more crime. And our criminal justice system is really playing catch up to respond to the amount of crime and the things that are happening in our community. It just is. Wild. Look how calm she is about it. (laughs) Who would have thought? I don't know how one would keep that stuff straight. I mean, like, I play in a band, and I have to organize seven or eight dudes. I also also have a a wife and uh, two children. I have an old wife as well. Some call them And a baby on the way. Ex-wives. I have a a new baby on the way that's growing inside the new wife. And uh, so, I mean, like, I have a lot of stuff going on as well. But when you just state what you said... I really have nothing going on, to be honest with you. I don't really have much going on. I don't have much going on. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, uh, but yeah, I mean, that's wild. How do you keep so straight? I don't know. Put it on the calendar, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I think the key to running an office with that much drama and those many people and, you know, there's a lot of vicarious trauma that happens to the people that work in my office. You know, we're part of law enforcement yeah. and everything that they experience, we experience secondarily is just to really be positive. And so I always try to bring positive attitude, positive messaging, mm-hmm. really uplift my people, um, really talk about authenticity, letting um, people be themselves in the workplace, try to bring as much balance as mm-hmm. we can to it. You know, my attorneys work four 10-hour days if they want to. They get a work-at-home day if they can fit it in. I mean, the reality is we work kind of all the time. Yeah. Um, yeah. What are your best and worst? What's the best and worst about your job? Oh, the best thing is the impact I make. Yeah. You know, I still keep in touch with victims that I worked with 20 years ago. Um, my favorite, just briefly, my favorite example of that is I worked a, a major um, rape case um, for a man that's serving many, many life sentences in the state penitentiary right now. And that victim, who I met as a child, 
now has her master's degree in social work and is a counselor for people who are in some situations similar to the one that she is in. And she's just an example of someone that has thrived just such resiliency regardless of this terrible situation. And I feel like I was just a tiny little part of getting her through that in a way that helped her turn into this fantastic person. Um, The worst part is that I kind of live in the ugly of Rapid City. You know, the, the the dark part of what happens here is where I spend my day. So there's a lot of things that I have to do to protect myself from that. Like, I don't watch TV. Um, I don't watch scary movies or really movies at all. Um, I keep kind of everything outside of work very light. The mm-hmm. Barbie movie was like the <laughs> highlight of And Taylor Swift concert were the highlights. And Disney World were the highlights of my summer. So that kind of tells you about what I do in yeah. the off time to keep to keep my vibration really high. But the good thing about working in the dark is that your light shines even brighter. Oh, thank you. Yeah, you do have a a bright light. Thanks. Your positivity (laughs) does shine. Now, um, uh, what about you, Brandon? You've been doing anything fun outside of work? Um, You know, I... I Besides running through sprinklers. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Uh, We were able to get down to Custer for Gold Discovery Days. That was pretty cool. Um, uh, Be able to just... Take a take a day and just get out into the hills and enjoy you know the wonderful place that is our backyard that everybody travels hours and hours to come visit. We just get to you know take a 30, 40 minute drive and go enjoy. So that was that was really nice. But uh, yeah, just been taking it easy when I can. Otherwise, work has been keeping keeping us pretty busy at the PD. That's good. That's good. Now, I had an awesome weekend because of the RCPD sharing that post about the Fargo police officer oh, yeah, yeah. that unfortunately lost his life in the, in the shooting up there. My band was going up there to play a show, so I reached out to where we were going and uh, said, is there anything we could do? Because we were going to play a two-nighter, but Friday at a street dance and Saturday we were going to do a private party. And so I said, is there, you know, whatever we could do? And the guy called me immediately and he was like, dude, are you sure? I'm like, yeah, I'd love to. So they organized this huge, and I mean in like hours, organized this huge Back the Blue event, made t-shirts, business and organization started donating money, and within like a couple of days had like $50,000 donated from businesses and started selling the the shirts for $20 a piece. And a week later, when I went and played the show, they ended up moving it from Detroit Lakes area to a, a boathouse, a pub. Uh, and bar area where we were able to have like a real big parking lot party and a ton of people showed up. We raised free will donation, raised a ton of money for the victims and the families of the fallen officer and the other officers that were injured. And uh, it was just, it was really cool to be able to have an impact on officers and their families' lives nine hours away from home mm-hmm. and to be a part of that. And then what even got crazier was the families of of the victims and the and the officers and everybody showed up and they were like oh they would like to meet you Brandon and I'm like oh. <laughs> <laughs> and so I had to go and I didn't have to I got to go and and meet those family members they're absolutely awesome salt of the earth just great people and got to visit with them for way long and it was so awesome i'm sure they really appreciated the the effort that you put into getting this rolling yeah and going seeing it through um that's incredible that's fantastic it was it's cool it's cool that that's one of you know there's not a, a lot of positive things about social media um but there is some good things and that's one mm-hmm. of them is is i seen that was like whoa I, you know immediately connected those dots it worked out everything was i mean i don't know how much money we ended up raising throughout that whole thought but i mean it was just 
it was cool. And I know we weren't the only ones. That wasn't the only situation of of fundraisers that they were doing for those victims, but it was just cool to be a part of it. And it was fun. He was, was still emotional on Monday morning. Yeah, yeah that it was. It so was generous of it's you. Just, it, was, it was just, it's one of those things where you're like, you know, you're getting and you drive there, you play the first show, it's fun, it's party, and it's music, it's great. And then you show up, we set up our show, we're doing our thing, and then the, meet the families, and then it all really starts sinking in the emotions of it and everything. And at the end of the night, we all get done, and it's like on course, we play some more. And then I went to play one more song. And I was trying to talk and say just how thankful I was that I got to be a part of something like that. And it was hard not to get so emotional because I'm looking out at families that are just like crying and you could tell, and I've, and I've met every single, and I met them all. It was just, wow. They'd sold out a, they had ordered three or four different times of a thousand different shirts that they'd sold out of. So I was like, all right, start buying my shirts, which sounds selfish, but I'm like, start buying my shirts and I'll just start donating that money back, you know, because it was, mm-hmm. it's about the, take something with you from this event mm-hmm. and and know that you're donating money and that's what mm-hmm. it's about. So it's just like, just keep that cash flowing and, mm-hmm. and, uh, it was wild, you know, so like that whole drive back on Sunday and just even on Monday, you just feel it, you know, just the impact of. Well, and I'm sure as a result, you now have one of the uh, one show that probably stands out on its own in your memory mm-hmm. and uh, that you'll be able to hold in high regard for your yeah. entire career. Yeah, yeah, I hope so. It was it was cool to be a part of. Awesome. It and was. the people that were there, too, will remember that. Yeah, I hope so. I really do. Um, which brings me to my next question. Driving without shoes. Is that illegal? <laughs> yeah, it's a question from the public today. It is the question from the public. I, I thought, I remember learning when I was a child, and I don't know who told me this. I don't know where I learned this. And I don't know if it was a wise tale, but I remember somebody telling me you cannot drive without, you have to I've have shoes I've heard that on. before. Yeah. God, I don't know. I, I would say it's not recommended, certainly, but God, I might have to turn to my legal advice uh, associated here, Alara, because I don't know. Is it, le- is it illegal? It is not illegal oh. to drive without shoes. I've never prosecuted anyone for driving without <laughs> and shoes. And how would the cops know? I routinely drive without <laughs> shoes because I wear very high heels, and I believe it would be safer mm. to drive barefoot than to drive with Makes sense. heels yeah. like Makes that. Sense. Me too. Is it against the law to drive with heels? It should be. <laughs> you know, some of my favorite police reports are people driving without other pieces of clothing. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> so or, is that illegal? Because you might catch... No, I'm just kidding. I'm well, just kidding. No. <laughs> it's a good question because public nudity is illegal, but if you're in your car and no one sees you, then arguably not illegal. But as soon as you mm. are pulled over and begin interacting with law enforcement, becomes illegal or yeah the, on the height of your vehicle yeah on the height yeah. of other vehicles or the not, size of your window yeah, even not just that but i remember during halloween here many moons ago i actually arrested flash for dui so that was kind of really unique. yeah it was you know the uh, tight skin tight flash type of <laughs> get up and yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, at first i thought it was flash but then after a little bit of well, he Investigation. was probably too fast. <laughs> Could have been. It's a good thing you were in your car. I know, and it's a good thing he stopped. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> but, yeah. So, yeah, uh, driving with shoes, I would say, yeah, you probably should do it. But, yeah, if you got high heels on versus barefoot, I don't know. I've never. And maybe the person was trying to get uh, the point to me saying, like, don't kick your shoes off and have them on the floorboard. 
Because maybe that's where the safe risk, you know, like say as you're driving and your your say your high heels or whatever or your shoes slide to where you go push the brake and you're like, oh crap, oh no, there's there's my shoes. Maybe that I don't know. I don't know why they wanted you to put your shoes back on. Maybe they were just like your feet stink. Could you put your (laughs) shoes on? I don't know. I don't know. You know, I don't know. But I've always been like, anytime somebody takes their shoes off, I'm like, I don't think that's legal, dude. I don't think you could do that. But let me out of the car. I've never been a cop, so I don't know. You know. I love that you're such a rule follower, though. Yeah. yeah. Well, on that, you know. <laughs> Did you sit your kids down and have a talk? You know, you when know, you're in the car with somebody without their shoes on, just call me. I'll come get you. Mr. Quarter Mile of a Time. <laughs> yeah. Mr. Uh, how you, many stoplights do I got to stop at on the way to work today? Yes. <laughs> I live my life a quarter mile at a time <laughs> with shoes on. <laughs> <laughs> four or five miles an hour over the speed limit yeah all right fine it's good it's so, loud right <laughs> so I, what, what slow kind of, down for that stoplight what's been going on out in the community what's new well we had a, a couple noteworthy incidents that i can talk about uh, within the last couple of weeks i think you probably saw it on facebook but uh, we had a liquor thief that we had put up yes on the facebook page and I would say it wasn't even 20 minutes before the public had helped us with an identity on that person, just mainly because of the picture and, and, uh, you know, the, the individual's demeanor. He was laughing. In in the picture. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So for those of you who haven't seen it, it was, uh, two separate pictures of the same individual at the same liquor store, um, happened on different dates. He's wearing different clothing. Uh, but we had put something up like, hey, do you recognize this individual? He's a big fan of light blue T-shirts, uh, <laughs> not paying for his alcohol, and uh, leisurely strolls through his uh, local liquor store. Um, <laughs> uh, he, he's running out uh, in both pictures, uh, smiling as he's holding these bottle, bottles of liquor. One of my favorite comments on there was, find a man who looks at you like this guy looks at the door. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, uh, And and I know the individual who wrote that, and I gave him kudos for it. But, uh, you know, thanks to uh, just the splash that this photo made, we were able to get him identified pretty quick and learn that he was actually already in custody in a different jurisdiction. And so when he comes back to Rapid, we can... We can hold him accountable for uh, his actions here in our jurisdiction. Wow. Well, and I, and I don't think it's like in one, in one it looks like he was stealing some vodka, but in the other one, he was stealing some like low value wine. Mm-hmm. It's like. It's like some Boone's Farm? Some like, <laughs> like $5 a bottle of wine. It's mm-hmm. like, just stop. I'll buy it. Yeah. You just you know? can't make good choices. <laughs> no. <laughs> and he was happier. He was happier about the cheaper wine. You're not going to be that happy about it. Yeah, the it smiling just made Fox me laugh. Wine or? Yeah, it was like, <laughs> I don't know what it is. It wasn't even, you know, it was like, this is a very nice bottle of Chardonnay. Yeah. Or I don't know wine. I don't know. I don't drink that stuff. Uh, in. In another case of uh, criminals with questionable judgment, uh, you know, just in the last couple of days, we had uh, an officer who was attempting to make a, a traffic stop up on uh, on the north side. Lights and sirens, everything clear that he's trying to stop a vehicle. Well, a bystander who's walking on the sidewalk decides to jump out in front of that officer as he's trying to pull over the vehicle. Uh, before the officer can make contact with that individual, he flees the scene on foot. So a couple other officers show up into the area, locate the guy. The original officer comes back, positively identifies him. Turns out he's on probation, 
and uh, now he has an obstruction charge. And on top of that, uh, the girl that he's with also has a warrant for her arrest. So wow. uh, in the process of injecting him into a, uh, himself into a situation where he was never involved, he's, uh, he, he's got not only himself arrested, but uh, also somebody he's hanging out with. Ooh. Mm. Wow, smooth criminal. Why don't you sing the rest of the song? That's all I know. So we like having having a little bit of levity with with some of the incidents that happen around town. Obviously, it comes down to bad decisions, questionable judgment, but you know they'll they'll get held accountable as appropriate through the criminal justice system. It always kind of reminds me, too, you know, it, it never fails. Uh, I always get a kick out of it when, uh, you know, one of our officers will do like a, a walkthrough at one of our pubs, say, here in town. And uh, one of the things the police officers get a lot of is, he did it, he did it, it's him, he's the one that did it. You know, and it's everyone's kind of joking and laughing. And you ask, okay, he did it, what's his name? And you get the name, and yeah. He's got a warrant for his arrest. <laughs> so, <laughs> and that guy's like, thanks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I know you were joking, but I actually did do it. <laughs> Thank you. Kind of like every Florida, Florida man story when they yeah. find drugs on him. These aren't my pants. These aren't even my pants, which is never, ever. I've done some weird stuff. Never, ever have I woke up and said, I'm not going to put on my pants today. I'm going to grab <laughs> random pants today. <laughs> maybe it's someone beca- else's car. Maybe it's because I'm bigger than most of my friends. But <laughs> I've never thought to myself, I'm going to use my friend's pants today. <laughs> that is a very popular defense. <laughs> is it really? It, it honestly is. It's a well, very popular defense. It's not my jacket. Those weren't my pants. The jacket I can kind of yeah. see. Does it's it work? Like, I, it I has the, worked. Maybe. It has oh, worked wow. in the past. Yeah. I, the jacket I could almost see because it's like I grabbed it going out the door. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, crap, this ain't my jacket, but I'm going to try it on. This is pretty cool. And then all of a sudden it's like, well, there's a pound of weed in here. Holy cow. <laughs> who knew? You know, thought it was a little heavy on the right side. <laughs> you know? It's like there's a ride share app out there, but for pants. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pants sharing. It's a new trend. All right. Which brings us to our children's question from my son, Michael. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite candy? Oh, that's easy. Gummy bears. Gummy bears. Yeah, I have in my office all the time. Mm-hmm. There was a captain at the Rapid City Police Department who's since left and is working elsewhere. But whenever we would get in arguments about, because, you know, we have heated discussions about what should be charged and how cases should be resolved. And whenever he was coming to me with gummy bears, I knew that we were going to have a heated discussion. <laughs> Intense that's smart. Mm-hmm. That's funny. I like it. I'm also along the uh, gummy worlds, but it's kind of those gummy nerds. Have you seen those? I think what? they're kind of new. They gummy got, nerds. Do you yeah. like the clusters? Yes. Or the rope? The, no, that's the clusters. That's exactly <laughs> the what they are. Clusters are the rope. Those are so good. They got a little bit of crunch to them. The nerd factor on the top of those little gummies are just spectacular. See? And now they're coming out with even different flavors of the gummy cluster nerds, whatever you want to call them. So yeah, by all means. Gummy clusters. See, I, don't, I quit liking nerds as as once I got older because of the the hardness. I don't like the hard candy. I was like, if, but now knowing you that there's try. a must try, must try. I'm gonna have to now. What's your favorite candy, Brandon? Uh, look, uh, I don't eat a lot of candies. You could tell I, I keep my body in a peak physical uh, situation. But Swedish Fish, I will I will mm. buy a bag of Swedish Fish, and it's actually one of my magic tricks. I will make it disappear. <laughs> <laughs> I can eat me some Swedish fish. I will. I love it. All right. Uh, for me, it's now and laters. 
Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. Why? Uh, just it's like eating two different candies. First, it's crunchy, then it's like Starburst. And you can eat it now or later. It, well, you got to eat it now before you can eat it later. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's all we have for today, all right? right? Well, thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks for having me. Do you have any? Well, before we go, I did have one more. Do you have any guys anything prep, prepping for the rally? Rally for us as we're recording this is, is going to be happening this next week. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> RCPD. I know. Last time we had talked, there's you don't have too much. We don't have too much for officers that you have to really supplement too often over into the Sturgis and Rapid. Are we doing anything for preparing a week ahead of time or anything like that? Yeah. Um, so as far as like early preparations, no. It's ma- mainly situational awareness. Um, uh, for the rally itself, we'll have a handful of uh, rides that come through uh, town that will need uh, some escort from our officers. Cool. Um, and then we'll continue to do like proactive walkthroughs up at uh, Black Hills Harley Davidson. Mm-hmm. Uh, that would probably be the biggest impact to Rapid City for the rally. So we'll we'll maintain some extra presence up there. On that walkthrough stuff, are the cops looking at bikes? You think more? <laughs> are they actually there to check out the bikes themselves? Uh, we, and we, or we do have no. a number of officers who also own motorcycles, so I'm sure that that's a that's an added perk of doing walkthroughs a up there. Page shopping, you yeah, know? Yeah, no. Absolutely. Uh, I, we've never had an officer buy a bike up there while on duty. Though. <laughs> that's good. I've got a five one one on a nice little twenty twenty one over here. Yeah. <laughs> no. and, I don't even uh, know what that means. <laughs> the, the the leather vest doesn't fit into our uniform policy either. Oh, shoot. Yeah. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> okay, we'll send your questions to citizensarrestedhomesliceaudio.com or call and leave us a message at 605-389-3456. Thanks for coming in. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Nice to meet you, Laura. Nice to meet you. Citizens Arrest is hosted by Amy Rose, Brandon Jones, Brendan Medina, and Lieutenant Mosier. Produced by Mark Houston. Engineered by Chris Jacquez. Audio and video mastered by Russ Haddon. If you liked what you heard, please rate it five stars and leave a comment.